Remember, I remember how it happened. You do? Let's go to the Poconos and buy an alligator. Is that what? It is? Yeah, <laughs> is that's that how what that happened. Did? Frank. I would have sworn that was Frank's fault. He had us come look at his house. He just yeah. renovated the house, yeah. and we walk in, and it's this beautiful home. From what I remember, there was like a knee wall, maybe two feet high. Yep. And there's an alligator just, in the middle of his lobby. Yeah. How, How do you buy happen? an alligator? You got to go to Pennsylvania. All right, let's go to Pennsylvania. Yeah, so we road tripped up. Road tripped up, bought an alligator. It was a baby alligator. Yeah, yeah. well, he started as a baby alligator. They grow fast. And they are not nice. No, I was convinced that if I handled this thing every day, that it would become like a pet. It was. And they, they don't. <laughs> I could I could tell you for sure that does yeah. not happen. No, it doesn't happen. Bought a tank. It ran the whole wall. It, it, I remember it had to be eight feet. Us. And we put a sign up. Accounts. Accounts payable. Accounts payable. Accounts payable. That's yeah, right. It was Billy ran the accounts payable department. I actually sent a couple of calls to Billy. So we're going to have to talk to Billy. Got to go. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Cassandra Properties Podcast. We are going to have some fun today. I am joined by a longtime business partner, friend, brother, you name it, the legendary John Patera. I don't know about legendary, but... How are we doing, baby? What's going on, pal? Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for the invite. This is very cool. This is so, a first. Yeah, this is a, a first for, for me and John. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we first partnered... 98. 98? 98. Bro, you're getting old. Me. Oh, my God. So, <clears throat> back in 1998, I actually remember the day. So, yeah, John and I were good friends in high school. Yeah. Right? And then um, college happened, and we went in our own ways, and we came back. And uh, John will correct me throughout the podcast, because I have <laughs> absolutely no memory whatsoever. <laughs> so, I make half this shit up as we go. But um, I remember I was working in 1293 Clove, Yeah. right? And I saw you whipping in and whipping out, and you were hustling, doing your thing. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this guy is constantly on the go. He's got, he's got to have stuff going on. We should sit down and, and re-engage. And uh, we did. And that was 23 the, years. That was the start, man. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was the start. I remember your mother. So I was working... For, so I was doing some stuff with, with my father in, the, in, in his office. In the lab, in right? In the lab, yeah, in the lab. And uh, I saw your mother one day, and she said, well, why don't you have your real estate license? I said, well, I don't sell real estate. <laughs> and what do I know? It was 20, 23 years old, time 24 years old. I don't sell real estate. And she told me, she says, I'll make you a promise. She said, if you go get your license, I'll make it worth your while. So what do I got to lose? So was that before I spoke to you? Yes. It was. That was before. So this was already in the works. Yep. 23 years. Yeah. Oh, it was more than... Yeah, it was, so was the summer. I remember everything by, by cars. Right. I what, what, yeah. That's a, so I remember, so that car, I bought that car, and yeah, it was my... Yeah, it was summer of... Summer of 98. 98. Yeah, so I remember I got my license right around Thanksgiving of 98. So what was the hoopty you had in high school? Oh, I, my, the, the, the caddy? The caddy. Just bought a replica of it. You did? You got it? Same year, make, model, color, options, exa the exact car. What year was it? 83. And that was the... Black on black, Cadillac Seville. Uh, see, I would have argued it was brown. Uh, well, it, had, it was black and gold. The exterior was my father's. It was my father's car. He had it custom painted. It was black and gold on the outside, black interior. And I found, I found except for the custom paint, which he had done himself, it's the exact car. Exact yeah. car. So it's getting restored. 
We had a lot of fun in that car. <sighs> I Can't hated do. that. I hated that miserable car. Now, I, now, it's, it's, now I'm looking forward to it. That was a great car because that was the car we grew up with. You know, that was the family vacation car. That was uh, that was our car. Yeah, and then it became mine. Then I hated it, and uh, now I got it again. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on quite a journey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We started in 1293. Yeah. And we started to grow and put together a team. Yeah. And I remember one day I was in the office with a toolbox, ripping <laughs> walls down. My mother immediately threw us out. Yeah, immediately threw us out. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was fast and furious. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. So that had to be in <sighs> early 2001. So 2001. 2001. 2000, 2001. Yeah, it was, it was after. It was, it was, yeah. So people don't see the, the other side of ah, it, right? Yeah. And we had no place to go. Not, not nothing. My mother was absolutely not letting us back into the office. <laughs> that was out of the question. That was out of the question. So we went and we grabbed desks, right? And Staples. We, we went and we built the desks in my basement. Below grade, be below grade realty. Below the yeah. grade realty. A friend of ours um, used to torture us all the time. Because yeah. <clears throat> at that point, we... Look, we were busy as all hell. Yeah. We were starting to put a team together, and we're doing projects, and one day we had no place to, <laughs> to, to go. operate from. So we threw it together, and, you know, we kind of just got comfortable, and one thing was, was happening after the next, and uh, this guy comes by, and we had the side access, remember the steps, and he comes downstairs. Yep. <laughs> he comes downstairs. Can't handle it. Can't handle it. What are you doing? Below the great realty. You got to get out of here. We did well there, though. We did. We did well. We, we did. did. Well. But he was right. It was time. Yeah. And then it was probably my favorite time, the 201B days. 201B. So, folks, we, at that point, when we had to kind of make it official, we opened up another branch of the office, and it was at uh, tw 2071. 2071 Clove Road. It was a shopping center that, at that point, had we sold it yet? No. We didn't. No. And that, so that was in 2000. And it was actually we started that the year that 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 my daughter was born. That's how long ago this is. This is o three. Oh wow! That was o o two. End of o two, beginning of o three, is is when that started. We took one room. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had the desks made. Yep. That's right. Oh my god! Made. Remember that's those right. desks? Yes. Yeah, the desks made. That's right. Uh, <clears throat> we had the desks made, and we. That's when we got Billy. That's when we got Billy. Right. That's when we got Billy. So we had... You can tell that story. <laughs> I don't even remember how it happened. I just remember... I remember how it happened. You do? Let's go to the Poconos and buy an alligator. Is that what... <laughs> yeah. Is that's that how that happened. Did? Frank. I would have sworn... That was Frank's me. fault. Yes. Frank had one? Oh. I don't want to say any names. I don't... No, I, yeah. First names are all right. Yeah, first names are okay. But yeah, Frank Frank had uh, Frank had one. And interestingly enough, I talked to Frank about a week and a half ago, and he, they just took his latest one. Did they? <laughs> they took it. So we went to, I remember uh, he had us come look at his house. He just yeah. renovated the house. Yeah. And we walk in, and it's this beautiful home. And from what I remember, there was like a knee wall, maybe two feet high. Yep. And there's an alligator just, in the middle of his lobby. Yeah. Of his home. Well, no, that wasn't home. That was 11. Well, oh, that's that right. Was, that was, that was, that was the, the, the building. office, the building. Yeah, yeah, it was the building. Yes. 
See, that I would have sworn it was in his home. office, and that's how we got the idea. And he was like, "Well, you can like, where, how, how do you buy happen? an alligator? You got to go to Pennsylvania. All right, let's go to Pennsylvania." Yeah, so we road tripped up, road tripped up, bought an alligator, and baby it was a baby alligator. Yeah, yeah. well, he started it as was. a baby alligator, folks. For anyone out there, they grow fast, and they are not nice. No, <clears throat> I was convinced that if I handled this thing every day, that it would become like a pet it was and they they don't <laughs> i could i could tell you for sure that does yeah. not happen no it doesn't happen and uh, we had him in the, that we bought a tank then we bought a bigger tank and, and we a bought a bigger tank, tank. It, was to, it was 150 gallon tank at the yeah. end of it yeah it was it ran the whole wall eight, eight, I it had to be eight feet behind us had to be eight feet long and we put a sign up um uh, accounts accounts payable accounts payable accounts payable that's yeah, right that was billy ran the accounts payable department i actually sent a couple of calls to billy so we have to talk to billy, Gotta billy go. <laughs> People had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea. <clears throat> and then uh, I remember, like, to keep him active, uh, like, as they said, that you did have to interact with them. And, and, of course, you know, I loved them. Like, I loved any pet. I did. I, am I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So I, know. I used to hang... Um, chicken cutlets. Chicken cutlets, right? We used to go to uh, Louis up on Highland yeah, Boulevard, yeah, and we would get chicken fresh cutlets. chicken cutlets, and I would hang them from the top of the, uh, the tank... Because he would have to like kind of use his belly to, to yeah. shoot up for it. And it I have my pictures of all of, this. You do absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah, I got pictures of all. Of it. Yeah. So we had Billy until he bit me. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. I blame that on you completely. Of course. You distracted me I when distracted I distracted you. Yes, that's fine. And he he caught my finger. He got you good. He did. <laughs> I have a picture of that. <laughs> he did. He got you good. Uh, and then Billy went back to the, the, the Poconos. The, back to the Poconos. And yeah, went back to we didn't let him place. go in a lake. No, just for those no. of you who are, are wondering, he, Billy is doing well. I could see the emails <clears> coming <throat> in. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's up in the in the farm. Yeah, we, and, we took uh, him back to, to to the preserve, and they were like, "Oh yeah, sure. Wow, he got big." I'm like, "Yeah, he got big. Now get him the hell out of my truck." And yeah. uh, <laughs> you had to talk me out of getting another one. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad idea. So, two hundred one B, we started to bring other agents in and that's when we started i think to first transition we were doing land assemblages back then yeah and that was so the the big project that we did then was uh was moselle right. the moselle yeah 86 homes yep i think we sold the, the i think the land sale was 295 was it that cheap yeah it was on the three i think it was on the three million bucks. for 86 houses 86 houses and we were selling them and at the time people said you're nuts you're nuts you're nuts we were selling the middle units which were the b models and the d models this is how crazy my memory is it was the b models and the d models which were the interior units they only had uh they, they were great homes i mean they, they, they were nice we, yeah. we did a nice they were uh one hundred and eighty nine thousand nine hundred dollars wow so yeah. That and, then, part, and then we jumped them to 199 and that was like the big thing. Yeah. I remember that. And we were so excited. Yeah. Every couple of units, we started ticking the price up. Yeah. We blew the doors off the Proforma. The developer did great. We, we, we sold 80, 86 homes, and I think it was under six months. Yeah. It was, it was under six months from the time that we started pre-construction sales to the time that we our last model was in contract was under six months. Looking back at it, it seems like it was so much longer of a – yeah. of a period of time because so much happened it was it was so much going on and uh i remember at, at the time i had a i had a jeep i had a jeep remember my my, my green wrangler and I, was, I had 50 yeah. cars 60 whoever knows but i remember Everybody i had knows. a jeep and we were selling so fast that we were selling you know in in the the areas of development there was no even foundations poured yet so yep. we would i would take people in my jeep 
through the mud yep. down to the end. Everything was staked out for, you know, the foundation location surveys were done. So we would, you know, take people all the way down to the end, and I would show them this is where it's going to be. And I remember every Sunday when we were done with open houses, my Jeep looked like I went, you know, went off-roading through mud. I had to get it washed every Sunday. But it was great. And we, we sold them. I mean, we, we, we did well. We had fun. Was that before Nicole Loop or after? That, so Nicole Loop was before me. That was before you. Yeah, that was so, my so first. So you had about a year and a half set. on me when when I came in. You had a, and you had just finished. You had just finished Nicole Loop when I started in the business. So Moselle was the first. You know the first big, uh, big land project we did. Yep. That was. I mean, and it was nice because that because then we, we we learned you know about the whole selling you know sell the land and. Uh, Help plan the sites. We did the models in that house. Yep. We, remember, we did all the, the the material selection. That was that was our, our first, you know, our first real land job. As you think about it, that was the birth of Everything. our consulting division. Everything. That was the birth of our new yeah. construction, our land sourcing. Absolutely. Um, all the, the we got a, a good reputation for selling pre-construction. I remember yep. all the builders kind of, you yep. know, got word that we sold this piece and we were knocking them out. Like you said, you know, the foundations weren't even in yet. Yep. And, uh, you know, quick story related to that, that builder. And I tell this to some of my people here. Everyone knows the expressions, right? You don't judge a book by its cover. A hundred percent. But this yep. guy, um, I will never forget. I got a call. <clears throat> it was a Friday afternoon, yep. late afternoon, maybe yep. four or five o'clock. And he wanted to see a I townhouse the street, uh, in Pleasant Plains. I remember yep. that. I don't remember the street, but what was the street? Now you got to tell me. Sharrett. Sharrett. So he wanted to see it Friday afternoon. Traffic battling in the in the summer on a Friday afternoon is just miserable. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, put it off. Do we really want to go do this? And said, you know what? Go, right? I wanted to kind of go and, and grow what I was doing. I felt like I wanted to run down every lead. So I went out there, and we met. You were with me. No, I you weren't. I was, you met I me never, afterwards. I met you afterwards. I remember we on. I remember it was a Friday afternoon. We were by Slauson Avenue, and uh, so I guess this was Slauson, right, right by the highway. And you said, I'm going to go take, take a run out and, and meet him. I remember I remember who we were doing the house. It was Alan's project. Yep. Another Good guy was very good to us when we when we were young. Yep. We'll get into that stories later. He was he was good for a few stories. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so go, go ahead. So I went out. I met him, and he was there with uh, a friend of his, mm -hmm. and he was looking as just a friend to look for her. She was looking. It was for, right. for she her, was but looking. she was there because she never bought a house before. Right. And uh, this guy starts talking to me about you know if you have any land projects, and I'm sitting there thinking you know. He he had old sneakers on, uh, ripped jeans, a T-shirt, yeah. and he was talking about multi, multi, multi-million dollar projects. Now back then, you know, to buy a four or five million dollar piece of land, you were balling like that was a, yeah. that was a big deal. And I'm as I'm thinking, you know, back, I'm, I'm, I remember vividly. I was like, "Is this guy full of crap? Like, are you serious?" And I said, "You know what? There's one way to tell." And we've always said this, right? There's I use one it way to, to this tell day if someone is for real. Put a real deal in front of them. Yeah. So we went back. We talked. <clears throat> we found the site, which we ran down. Uh, was that not say a good today? No. Victor Freudman? No. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, that wasn't Victor. It was Barney. Bar yes. Wow. 
you do have a good memory, man. Yeah, certain things. But ask me what I ate for breakfast, I will <laughs> sit here and, and no idea. But yeah, that was that was that was those guys. It was him and his partner. So he made an offer, and he was like, "I'll close it in thirty days. We'll get this done. One, two, three, and, and the whole way through, I'm thinking this guy's full of crap, and he's wasting my time. But again, like you know, let's see. Let's take the ride and see yeah. if it if it happens. And as sure as we're sitting here, he closed. He closed. He got it done in thirty days. Lived up to everything that he promised us he would do. Yep. Everything. Every single thing. So that was our first kind of jump in. And then from there, we sold him millions, millions and millions of dollars worth of land. Yep. I'm still in touch with his brother. Oh, yeah? yeah How's he doing? He's doing all right. He's he was doing right. a club thing for a yeah, while, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horses. Horses? Yeah. Yeah. So he was an eccentric guy. Uh, and again, if I would have. And a smart guy. Oh, wicked smart. Very, very smart. Wicked very good businessman. Yeah. Uh, really, really taught, definitely taught, taught taught me a lot. Yeah, no uh, doubt about it. Really, really good. Really good experience. A, a lot of the guys we worked with, and I feel like, you know, we kind of came up with we them. We were and, young. Yeah. You know, we were in our 20s. You know, it was 26, 27, and, and we worked hard. Yeah. We worked hard. That, and and a lot of sure. that, a lot, of, you know, some people saw that, and, you know, we still do to this day. You know, mm -hmm. we're still, we're still... It's part of us. Yeah. It's it's how we were raised. It's in us. I'm not looking to change it, you know. Yep. But it's you know, it it, it, it definitely it, it's it's a it's a double edged sword. It's it's definitely had its its costs it to it. Cuts both um, ways. But you know, people saw back then where we were we wanted to to to, to see it through. Yeah. You know, I think that that's looking looking back on it, I think that's maybe why we were able to, to, to do some of these things because we weren't we weren't just interested in you know generating a dollar like it was it was a we wanted to see it through to the to the end of it like yep. even even today like to you know to looking back on it you know you go from being you know what at the time was just you know an, an underdeveloped underappreciated piece of land that nobody had the foresight to see through yep and you know, I remember the day we closed the last home. I remember that 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 day. Remember the attorney's name was Jim. Remember Jimmy? Jimmy who? Started with an M. No, Jimmy M. Jim Osco. Oh my God! Wow. He was a great guy. Yeah. Again, another guy taught 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 us a lot. And I remember he called the last day. He said, "You know, this is you guys did it." Yeah. He said, "Everything you said you would do, you guys follow through." And it's. It was, and that's what we did. We did, we did a couple of the projects from there. And, but like I said, that, that I think really gave us the, the reputation because that, that, that project sat through, it was probably about three or four brokers before yep. we did it. And there were people that were a lot more seasoned than we were at the time, right? Yep. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it didn't matter. We saw, we always saw Staten Island in a different light, yeah. right? We always saw Staten Island's potential, yep. and um, we ended up, unfortunately, having to sell a lot of the bigger projects to off-island guys because yeah. they they came in with a clean slate. They didn't have all of the baggage, you know, that others had kind of built up about what Staten yep. Island was. And uh, it's there was no preconceived notions yeah. with, with with a lot of a lot of the the, the clients that we had and and we caught a we, we caught a lot of crap for it oh, if yeah. you remember yep. we caught a lot of crap for it you know you, you bring in all these people in that part of the group and they say and and our answer was well they listened to us yeah we, we never went and didn't give the local 
folks a shot at it. We yeah. always wanted to. That was our, you yeah. know, look, obviously, we wanted to try and force sure. relationships with the local builders. But, uh, and some of them did, and some of them, you know, we worked with. Yeah. But on the bigger stuff, oftentimes we ended up with, with folks from off island. And uh, we've it, had a lot of success. With and it. we were actually, you know, we were known for that for a yeah. while. And that, that's that's another funny thing. We were known as the source to go to on on deals that were marketed, remarketed, and re remarketed. Yep. Um, you know, if you wanted to get that kind of fresh eyes, we were able to to do that. Mill Road. Mill. Oh, that was that was a that's a great story. It was on the now we're jumping. For two years. So this was 2000. So we finished, we finished off with, with Moselle. We did. I actually, I think before we jumped to, before we jumped to Mill, I think that we owe a couple of minutes to talk about Alan. Yes. <laughs> and I have, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't spoken to him in, in, in years and years and years. I just saw him. No way. I just saw him. Is he still yelling at everybody? And and he looks the same. The guy still looks the same. He's still telling crappy jokes. He's still telling crappy jokes. He's still jokes. barking at everybody. Remember the shoe joke? No. I'm making my shoes. He did that. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The, the Italian shoes. The guy with the Italian yes. shoes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was it, his yeah. shtick. Is was, it, yeah. Every meeting he would come in and he would, he would get up and do a little bit of stand-up. Yeah, he, run, he had like a Jackie Mason kind of thing. Going. Yeah. And that one time, yeah, we actually saw Jackie Mason with him. Remember that when he came in and did that bit at the, uh, was that state? It was the place on Highland Boulevard. No. I don't remember what it was we called. We saw yeah, Jackie, Jackie Mason? Mason. Yeah, he came in for the, one of the Builders Association meetings. I'm shot. 2000. Yeah, Jackie Mason came in. I'm shot. Yeah. That's 21 years ago. Yeah, but you would think you'd remember Jackie Mason. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, he came in. And he did a he did a, a stand up thing, and it reminded me of him. But so, do you remember? Uh, this is this is let's see. I'll go back to ninety nine, two thousand. Uh, we did something. We did something for Alan, and we closed the deal. Closed, and he was trying to say, "I'll pay you guys on Monday." Yes, and you had you had a trip planned. Yep, I remember you, 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 you were going away. <laughs> And, you gotta uh, carefully redact things yeah, as we go along. Yeah, yeah. and uh, young. So, do you remember what happened? Mm-mm. I remember we went. What was it? Outside the attorney's office. Yes, that's right. And your mom caught wind of it. Well, and it wasn't even so much just a disagreement on when we were going to get paid. There were some other inconsistencies in that conversation. Too. Try to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Try to be nice. That's right. Um. Your mom caught wind of it. Yep. I remember she flew down there. Rollers. Yep. With, with the girl. And, and they, there was no problem. Nope. There was she no problem. She made pride. a scene and a half. And a half. And he paid us. Yeah. <laughs> with the quickness. <laughs> I would have too. Yeah, you don't mess you don't with mess with You don't mess with CZ. Oh, boy. No. So anyway, so let's, let's, so we had some, we had some, some really good, again, another guy that, that I think taught us a lot. Yes, about the development and land buying process and how to value, you know, uh, cost of development, you know, about the process. But he, he taught me a lot of life lessons, too. Yeah. Uh, a he, lot of these guys did. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, I remember him saying, he goes, my entire business is in somebody that's young, is in, is in the hands of two people that, that are younger than my, my daughter. Yep. I remember he said that. And we're like, yeah, you're pretty, yeah, pretty much. But we always did the right thing. 
Always. Yep. Always. And remember, uh, so we did a we did a lot of stuff with with him. We had some good times. There was the the development out in uh, in Pleasant Plains that we did. Remember the big homes yep. there, and then you know, we did a uh, Orchard Avenue. Remember Orchard yep. Avenue? Those homes. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we probably did. I'd say, hey, call it 70, 70 houses with him. Yeah. And we lost him as a client. Remember why? No, I don't. He had a deal he was specking on. You and I had a conversation. This was back in 2006. We did our usual open house thing on Sundays. We went back to the office like we typically did. And we both looked at each other and it's said, It's over. It's, oh, it's exactly right. We said, I remember the house. Now I remember this. Now you remember the job? I remember the job. And he was looking at a big job. We had done all of his work at that point. We were building a really nice kind of thing together. And he came to us and said, you know, what do you think it's worth? And we told him. And we told him. And he he, he just wanted, this was a job that would have put him over the top. It was a job of, of decent size. Yeah. And it would have put him over the top. And as badly as we wanted to do it, as brokers, we ethically couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. That's the God's honest truth. And we, we at first we told him no. And... He kind of pushed, and we continued to say no. And then we found out he was going with uh, a different broker because we wouldn't sign on to the project. And then we pleaded with him and said, look, you know, this is over. There's certain signs that we're seeing that are telling us that when you come out of the ground on this thing in a year and a half. You're done. You're done. It's a different world. I really wish we were wrong. Oh, of course. Really wish, wish we were wrong. And not that we were, you know, geniuses. No, it's, we just, just, we, we, uh, it, it's just... That that was a that was a now we're jumping too far ahead, but that was um that was a wild time. And yeah. literally, I remember we we spoke about it probably six months before. I remember you know just one of our probably late night conversations, and we were just saying that uh, when it ends, there's there, there wasn't gonna we didn't see it coming gradually. Right, there was no. Uh, it wasn't going to be anything that, okay, now these three things have happened. It was just going to be that the switch went off. Yep. And it, it there was no dimmer. No. There was no dimmer switch. It was as, as much as it was crazy, it just stopped. stopped. Yep. We didn't have the experience or um, the, the wisdom or knowledge of all the metrics behind right. what was happening. Right. You know, we knew, though, in – in 06 that the music was going to stop and when it did there wasn't going to be uh, a chair for every backside yeah. you know we knew that it was going to hit and it was going to hit hard it just didn't make sense right when people yeah. were going to closings and they were leaving with, with money. money they were and actually I'm, leaving and with a money. lot of money yeah so let's table this let's go back to mill because yep. i think that there's a good I don't know how long you have planned, but I, we, we could we uh, we go literally be here forever, night. but we usually go about an hour. So well, it's not going to cut it. Yeah, I know. I was not going to cut it. I don't think. Anyway, so let, let's talk a little bit about, I think, Mill Road, because that was that was a really pivotal project. Come out of Moselle. Yep. Uh, same builders. Yep. Same, same developers. Yep. Um, I remember that we were in the office. This was when we, we were finally allowed back into 1293. Uh-huh. Uh, and that was short-lived. <laughs> and that was short-lived. <laughs> and we were back in... Uh, it, we, we were back in there and in the conference room and, and Tom, uh, Tom came in with, with that site and it was out there and it was out there for, 
a while mm-hmm. and what the property was, it was, it was just kind of outlived its, I guess, useful age and it had to be kind of reimagined and the old bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the bubble and, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it, it was kind of, you know, it just, it just didn't meet what the, what the market yeah. was coming into. And, and we were, they were looking at it for, for the commercial purposes. And, you know, at, by that time, you know, Alan, Yep. had really taught us how to, to read the, the zoning. zoning handbook. Yep. Um, and we noticed that there was a residential overlay on that piece. Yep. And we did some quick math. I remember we walked into my little cubicle at the time. We did some quick math and we came back and we said, well, how about we do this? And we laid it out. And I think we made a phone call. Yeah. Ruby. It sold. Yeah. Right, yeah, it was yeah, Ruben. Yeah, yeah, that was him. It was a hundred, and then it was so. It was one hundred forty-four units, seventy-two, two, two family homes, and uh, we were selling for four ninety-nine. Yep. And let me tell you something. For they, they, they were like fourteen feet, fourteen foot units. I, I but think they were bigger you, than fourteen. No, they were fourteen. They were fourteen. Fourteen by forty-eight. <clears throat> um, but we laid them out, and we we laid them out really nice. I mean, we we worked. With, we had great architect at the time yep. that we, you know, we had very good, still a very good relationship with. And we sat down and we said, look, we, you know, we want to make this something different, you know, and we came up with, with that layout, which I think every square inch of that footprint was used for something. Yeah. And they sold. Do you, I mean, I think that was another... So we had some construction delays. I remember that there was some issues with uh, with the, the fire department. and the, th- Wasn't that and during the, the sheetrock issue? No, no, it wasn't sheetrock. What happened with that, there was an issue with, with fire department because it was a, the private street issue. Yes. They changed the... Uh, the rules. They changed the rules. So yep. you had to kind of figure out the private street. And then there was a, a utility delay. I remember it was like a year, uh, almost almost a full year that wasn't when the bad sheetrock no. was coming from China. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. 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 But when we sold it, I think what were we out of those? Seven months, I think. Yeah. yeah. Seventy-two units, and yep. That was uh, every weekend for a year, Saturday and Sunday. That was our our greatest gift together. Was we had vision. We had yeah. a, we had a way of looking at something and reconceiving it and looking at it out of the box. All right. So let's 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 see a memory. What was the funniest thing that happened on that job we we went and we bought uh for marketing because of the location we bought a huge like you see uh like in a car dealership or something it goes up on a tether and it's it's got a blimp blimp, basically and uh we we went we filled it up we had it there it was looked amazing you could see it from far away it was a great six hours yeah and uh that night atlantic islands yeah Somebody cut it. We thought it was a joke. We thought somebody was pranking us. Yep. And a guy, that's right, the guy called us and he said it landed on his boat or something. Yeah, or... yeah he lived on the water in Atlantic Island. <laughs> we thought it was a joke. We said, all right, who put you up to this? Like, no, we have your blimp. Uh, that was that was a few thousand that was gone. But yep. That was pretty funny. Yep. And we were, um, we were doing a promotion there. Right? Instead of closing costs, it was a, a car. Yeah, so my friend Jonathan owned the Saturn dealership at the Saturn, time. yep. And uh, I remember we had this crazy idea. We said, let's, let's give a car away. Yep. So I went to, to Jonathan and said, look, here's what we want to do. I need a car. 
He said, what do you mean you need a car? Mm-hmm. I said, I need you to give me a car. I said, here's what I do. We'll, we'll give a car away, whatever he, whatever he has. He I remember. Like we had six heads. He said, yep. Give him a car. So we had the, it was gold. It was a gold Saturn. And that was, uh, we kept it in the garage and we pulled that out for the open house. Yep. It worked. <laughs> Look, we found different ways to do things, man. You know? But that, that was, that was a really, that was, that was a good project. I, I, en- I enjoyed that because, like, again, it sat and it was just, it needed a little bit of just a, a different. Well, it didn't pencil from commercial. No, it did. Everybody it, it, it continued yeah, to try yeah. and underwrite it for commercial, and you just yeah, couldn't do it. It wasn't going to work. So it was either find a different use or pass. Yeah. And we had some people that came in and bought, I think, two or three of them. Yeah. It was it, look for for the money. It was it was a two family unit. Yep, good housing was, stock. Yeah, the apartment was was a studio, but it was still it was it was nice. And we gave. I remember we we were giving full oak floors. Yeah, we were giving full tile baths. We gave a little bit nicer of an appliance package. Yep. Um, you know, and and people saw that, and it uh, it's it sold. It sold pretty quickly. We had mortgages. We we, we had uh, we had David and Danny there. Yep, were, TriStar. From TriStar who. Just, Still do deals with them. Just great guys. Yeah, just great guys. Uh, so David about a year and a half ago, a year ago. Yeah, just 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 really good people, and they were there. Some like us, they worked, and people were coming in with, uh, and you know, looking at the houses, and they were leaving knowing exactly what it would cost. And uh, I think one of the one of the 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 things that. Let's let so, you know, success is too. You measure success, you know, with money, obviously, and that's. But I think one of the, one of the things that I think you and I should be most proud of is that was the time, you know. So we were running that job. We were running uh, the job we spoke about with Alan out yep. in Pleasant Plains, which are two completely different markets. You know, yep. how you know five hundred thousand dollars house and million dollar house. Yep. Um, we were doing some stuff in the middle. We were doing the the job right off Giffords Lane. Those townhouses oh, right. for like five. And, yeah. And, and that was that was before, you know, the the housing crisis. Yep. And if somebody asks, not like anybody would, but if somebody ever asks, like, what's the the like the thing that I think we should be most proud of. In all of those days, we never turned over one home with one of these crazy negative AM loans, Subprimes. coffee loans, yep. cozy loans. Wouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. And there was there was a time there that, you know, if you, you, your water heater blew, you, you weren't going to be able to pay, pay the mortgage. Literally. It was, that, it was that. I remember we testified at uh, a Senate, Senate hearing. hearing. The Senate hearing, they called us in it to yep. see what happened. What do you mean what happened? Yep. And you were, that was the the exact analogy you used, that if if someone's hot water heater blows and that means they can't make their mortgage payment, they shouldn't be buying a home. Yeah. And there was a fine line between the government trying to admirably get more people in line or the American dream and yeah, home ownership. Uh, yep. And, and then, then fair housing guidelines are yep. very clear what you can do. And it's, there's re, like you said, it's, it's admirable. There's reasons for all of it. But, you know, they... they The, the private sector bastardized that. Yeah. They, they made a complete disaster. Yeah, out yeah of it. but we never did it. No. And, and, and it's something that I think with everything that we've, we've done, I think that's probably the thing that... that well, one of the things that we should be most, most proud of. Because we never, we never made anybody... Fall asleep and say, "Oh my God, right. what am I going to do?" Nope. No. Nope. People were using houses like ATM machines. Yep. 
it's yeah. crazy. People were closing and seven, eight months later, they were pulling out equity lines. Yeah, 20, 30, oh, don't worry, just have a reappraise. Have a reappraise yeah. in three months. <laughs> Drop in PMI in a couple of months. It was yeah. like, this is not yeah. how this was but drawn those, up. Those, I think those, those loan programs at the time, which I think, I, I don't know anybody else that, that can say that we never turned over a property to, with one of those loans. Nope. I mean, but a lot of people got 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 hurt. Yeah, a lot of people got hurt. And then you know, those projects, you know, all came to an you know, 08 was uh, 07, 08. That's mm -hmm. that was wild. And we reinvented ourselves, right? <sighs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was a rough run. Yeah, but we got into the faulted notes. Yeah, right. And well, we, yeah, well, we're, now we're, we're skipping the whole how we got started in the North Shore. Oh, my God. Right. That I, was, I forgot that whole yeah. little. Yeah, we were, eat, we, were, we were eating lunch at Cargo or Carl's, Clipper? Carl's Clipper. Carl's Clipper. And we were looking at the warehouse, and we were like, you know, Frank. Frank, yeah, again. Frank, alligator Frank. Yeah, uh, Frank, you know, we should do that. We said, yeah, all right, let's, you know what, let's let's do it. Let's let's see what we can do with, with, with the area of St. George. Yep. And it started. Those were That's something else we should be proud of. We got the first private brick and mortar up in St. George in 50 years. We, all in all, I think we're a billion and a half yeah. private development money yep. that, we, that we brought into the, the sector. Yeah, a billion and a half dollars. And, and look, there's no doubt that we definitely changed. We, we definitely no question. had a huge impact yep. on, on that. And, and we did some really, really cool stuff. Yep. Really, I mean, just totally different. Again, everybody said it's never going to work. Yep. People tried doing this, you know, 20 years ago and 50 years ago. It's never going to work. But it was always the same eyes that, yeah. that were looking at it. And the need for a different development stock for a different buyer. And then uh, we had, remember the, uh, the brain drain panel? Yes. With, with, uh, with Lou. Lou. Lou Tobacco. Yeah. Um, he was one of the best guys ever. That, yeah. That's something. Yeah. Lou was awesome. Um, very happy he's at Farrell now, by the way. Yeah. Very happy he's at Farrell. Good Farrell boy. Yeah. Um, Basically, the study was for. for, for we're losing, losing our 18 to 34 year old right, population. We had, they, they were coming home from school and they were. And there's no housing for crazy, them. Crazy, you know, kind of walkable, uh, exciting life. Uh, yeah. style and we just had no housing stock yeah. at all and it started and you know we we did we started was so i guess the view wasn't it wasn't those the views the per it was the view no the we started with the uh, 155 the point oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry the point the point, the point right. that was and then the one. accolade right we called it the pearl the pearl remember the pearl yeah yep. and then 139 the yeah. lots across the street the yeah. view then we had to kind the of explain to everybody what C four two was. Yep, and you know what density was, and and again we just kind of really taught ourselves and crazy times, right? Yeah, but that 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 was good stuff. So we'll leave the names out of it, but yes. you remember this story. Another lesson, folks. Our clients, you know, until you stop and you really kind of think about it and you talk through it, you don't realize how much knowledge they imparted oh my intentionally God. unintentionally as you go through the process 
And we had a developer who at the time we thought was getting really hurt in a couple of transactions. And we couldn't understand the analogy I used was, you know, the building was filling up with smoke and every floor you went to, we showed you an exit and you continued to not exit the building. You just kept going higher and higher and higher. Eventually you have to jump. And we didn't get it. We didn't understand right. what he was doing or how he was or why. And it all came full circle after the fact where a banker was in a meeting with us and this client and the banker came in and was so aggressive and disrespectful. He was disrespectful to the client and barking at the client. That lasted you know, about 48 <clears throat> seconds with, with us in the room. I'm going to this, I'm going to have you going to this, and you're going to have to do that, and I want to know who's handling this, and I want to know who's handling that. And he said to the guy, you know, you've got a big problem. And the sponsor, the developer, turned around and he said, my friend, when I owe you 50000 then I have a big problem. When I owe you $50 million, you've, you've got a, a big problem. problem. And, and the light bulb went off, and we were like, oh, oh, oh now, we, now we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy times. And he was, he was right. Yeah. And he was right. And look, he had a strategy there that um, agree with it or disagree with it. It was brilliant. Brilliant. The way he covered himself on the way out. And brilliant. The things that he did. The guy brilliant. was brilliant. Yeah, taught, taught us a lot. Good and bad. Yep. Of, of you know, taught, learned, learned some expensive lessons. Yep. But also did very well. Yeah. We, we, we did, you know. We, we did so well. we had a deal with this guy. He was a religious guy at a borough park. And we had a deal. And he was short on the closing. Right? <laughs> And we called the this the, the Borough Park Shuffle. Borough Park Shuffle. And um, he, we were at the house, and he made a couple of phone calls. And uh, he had a, his, his kind of right hand come by. And he said, go take a ride with, with so-and-so. You know, don't worry about it. I'll get this uh, squared away. So we went around and literally just went and knocked on doors, doors. in Borough Park and ended up raising... Hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? I mean, it was a big number. Yeah, it was a big number. That uh, he ended up raising. And, of course, the next day he deposited it and got his checks. And everything went the way it was supposed to go. And he got it closed. But <laughs> for us, it was remarkable. You know, door after door, people were handing over all sorts of money for this guy. Yeah. No paperwork. No contracts. No agreements. No operating. it. None of Nothing. It. The guy just needed to source money. And, boom, he made a few phone calls and he sourced it. Yeah, pulled it off. Pretty wild. That was, uh, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the story? We talk, I, I think we spoke about this recently. You remember when we were in, uh, we were on 18th Avenue and we were coming from yes. closing? Yep. And I, so this was 2000, again, by car. I remember the car I had. So this was 05. And uh, we didn't, you know, what was going on with some, some, Guy just gets in the car. Old religious guy religious comes guy. up, and opens the door, opens the door, and, and just it, sits in the back of the vehicle. Yeah, it was an Escalade, so it was it was a little higher. And the guy was guy was elderly, um, so I mean, just told us where to take him. You actually had to help get get him in and mm -hmm. situated. And we're looking at each other like, "Did this guy just get in my car and yeah. tell me where to take?" I remember him? that he was he opened the door and he was struggling to get in. Yeah. I looked at you, you looked at me, and you're like, "Help him!" So. Like, out. Yeah, we helped this stranger into the car. It gave yeah. us an address to take him to. Yeah, 
and and you know i think we should date ourselves uh uber didn't exist back then yeah uh you know there was no mistake yeah there was being an uber yeah there was there was no uber no it, it was you know it was and and you can't hail a cab in 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 brooklyn and, and i mean it was a, a a black on black escalator with tinted windows and 22 inch wheels it's not like this could be mistaken for a you know a, a, a cab uh so yeah, just got in the car. It was like, all right, take me here. And uh, we looked at each other, and I right, yeah, guess we're going. I mean, I I literally I had to hold the laughter, and I was looking at you. You're looking at me. We oh my god! And we're uh, like, what the hell is we waiting for a candid camera yeah, or something yeah, to come out? Yeah, right? Yeah, and uh, we took him. Yep. And uh, he got yeah, out we, of we called the client afterwards. Remember? Yeah, yeah, we and called the client. And he was like, yeah, you know, sometimes that'll happen. You know, yeah. people just get in and ask for a ride. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still like the hubcaps. Yeah, the fancy hubcaps. Hub Gonna buy some fancy, fancy hubcaps. Hub um, that was those are good times. When did we go to uh, two oh six? So let's see. It was two oh one B, and then I think it was Didn't we have two oh? Five. five yep i think we had two yeah 205 was the next so that was let's see bmw is my seven series so 2007 2006 2007 and we were growing and then we went and then we had a breakthrough right and we took the suite next well, we door. took 203 and then after that was done we grew that and then we took 205 because we leased the, the first office to our computer guy at the time. Yes. He took that space. That's right. And then we took the, the last space that we were in that building was 205. And that was when I was in the hamster phase. I was playing with the hamsters, oh, geez, remember? These hamsters. Well, I was growing up when I was a kid, I never had as many pets as I wanted to have. So as I you became a young adult, I made up for it. Yeah. Huh? I was going to say the same thing Oh yeah, forget it. Right. This, yeah. this, is, this is where it starts. You get you you're you're seeing the impetus of all this now, Pete. Pete, you're gonna appreciate this. Yeah. Oh please, it was disgusting. Go ahead. So I got I'm some itchy. hamsters. I'm, I'm literally I'm, I'm pulling the microphone out. I'm itchy thinking about it. And they were the cutest little things. I would have them on my desk and I would play with them. And cute to you. Literally inside of a year, two years. Honest to God. How long? It wasn't that long. A month and a half? No, come two on. Month, two was... months, Max. No. Yes. At the we peak. We were only in that office for two years. How many did I end up having at, at the peak, honestly? Well, the way I remember it, it was a great idea because you got two male hamsters. This right. way, they, they told me they were two male hamsters. Yeah, they lied. They lied. Um, <laughs> and it was great because you're only going to have two of them. And uh, we had more habit trail tunnels than I've ever seen in my life. Going, I literally had them going from desk, desk to desk. And there were so at the time it was it was me, you, Tom, and Mike. We had that back kind of yep, office that for bullpen. ourselves. So it was like you know two hundred fifty square foot, uh, two hundred fifty square feet probably. Sure. The room it, it was a, it was a decent sized room, two hundred square feet. It was a decent sized room, and. Uh, Let's see if anybody can guess. They were not two male hamsters. No. Um, Did I have 40, 50 when we uh, were done? Yeah, because I remember there had to be 40 or 50 of them, but I remember we, you gave a bunch away. In our office. Back to the pet store. So we probably ended up with like like 
I'd say we wound up keeping like like 15 of them. Yeah. 15 to 20. And we found out some very interesting <laughs> things yes, about we, the we reproductive did. system of hamsters. Yes, we did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> I don't even know how to say this, but if, if anybody they, here listening wanting to know, you, there you can a female hamster can get pregnant more than once. Yes, so they can bank it, it, and we reuse at will, reuse it. So. Yeah, I, Pete's looking at us with a face. So we, so when the male hamster you got pregnant, you were so pissed at me. I was, oh, oh my God. I'm so mad. <laughs> so the when the male, the two male hamsters had babies, uh, we were like, all right, this is fine. And then we're like, wow, she's getting fat again. <laughs> Cut down on the carbs or something. And that's when we found out you can you can actually get pregnant again. From the first time. Yeah, you were furious with I, me I because threw my I, hands up in the air. I wanted to keep keep them going. We literally imagine each desk. Uh, the room was probably four of these rooms, and on each desk there was a a big habit trail kind of tank, and then we had the things that were the tubes that would go up, and I had it high enough so we could all walk under it, and it was literally going from <laughs> desk to desk. There was hamsters. It's completely preposterous. <laughs> everywhere completely preposterous so he finally said enough and made me separate them and like he said she started getting fat again so we looked it up and they can use from one event they can get pregnant multiple, multiple times. times so this thing kept getting pregnant after the fact <laughs> oh my yeah. god so that's when we got out of the hamster breeding business yeah um I still love my animals, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, the alligators, please. Well, I got the kids now. I can't get an alligator now. Yeah. Well, no, I would never feed my babies to the alligator. No way. And then, uh, yeah, so then it was, so after we, let's see, I think the 206 was, I think, the last office we were in, in there. Yeah. Yeah. But they was, we, it was fun. That was fun. That's that's when kind of the world uh, went crazy the the, the the first time. You know, I remember we so we remember we were gonna do the uh, the the hotel deal down in Siesta. Yes, and we that would have been killer, oh. man. That was a killer spot down in Siesta Key. And we had <clears throat> uh, we had that guy Tom in from uh, from San Diego. Yep. We had Keith from. IHG, yep. down from Atlanta. Beautiful spot. Yeah, and, it was uh, great. We had everybody there. We were at the we put the whole thing together. We had council there. We had all the all the property owners for the assemblage. I mean, there just was no money left at that point. And, and the I remember prices just no. Well, that that's the day it happened. I remember they came down. Tom came down. and He says we have to pull the plug because hospitality deals. And at the time, let's you know, at the time. Any hotel deal that you could bring about, the appetite in the capital was market for a hotel deal was just ridiculous. Yep. And then, you know, like, you know, there's hospitality, you know, we've just decided we're not going to, there's no hospitality money. Yep. What do you mean there's no hospitality lending? You, uh, what are you talking about? You know, yep. Crack? What do you, what do you mean? Everybody yep. wants to do hotels. <laughs> and uh, that's it. It was just over. It was, it, 
same same thing happened. You know, now with, with the commercial market, it was just as Over. fast as it was going crazy. We went from from years at ICSE when it was couldn't just, move. You literally couldn't move. It was so packed. To they were playing ping pong. Ping pong. Remember? I remember the ping pong tables for a couple of the, we the were, lean years. People we were, were playing like, ping pong in the aisles. What do we? You know, what, what do you do? Yeah. Um, oh, we got into defaulted notes. That's we got what we into did. defaulted notes. We learned it. We became experts in it. It's a great business. Yeah. Uh, that, we, we did really well with that. Yep. We did really well with that. I, I enjoyed that. Yep. I enjoyed that. It was uh, a challenge. Yeah. That was, that was a real challenge. Uh, maybe, um, it was a lot of the projects that, you know, we we had set up and we were consulting. Because by that time, you know, the, 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 the consulting stuff was pretty much as big of an operation as, as the yeah. The brokerage and we, you know, we were consulting on projects and, you know, pr these approved sites, which, you know, unfortunately due to, you know, just the circumstances and, and time, nothing to do with the projects. It was just. The world know, stops. The world stops. The, the that was it. Banks took everything, you know, take everything back and, the, the, and they, uh, you know, that's when the whole defaulted note thing. Remember we were looking at that project in the Carolinas. Breton. 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 And, it, I mean, it was it, almost, not almost, it was like a movie, folks. We were going to look at projects um, that had got caught up in the credit crisis. Yeah. And, you know, thinking about when is this going to kind of loosen up again and trying to forecast when would it, when, where was the bottom, right? And when would um, banks get back in the business of lending? And I remember looking at stuff in Florida, stuff in the Carolinas, where yep. entire developments, the whole the whole damn thing, it, it looked like a movie. It looked like a yeah. zombie movie. Yeah. You know, if you had 40, 50 houses built, maybe five of them still had people in them. You know, when the markets shift like that, if you're in New York, right, it's still the epicenter for jobs. There still is opportunity, albeit slim pickings, but... In some of these other places where uh, it's a decentralized job market and you didn't have access to the commerce like you do in New York, yeah. <laughs> they don't just get jammed up and have to fight for their home. They literally were leaving like the boat in the driveway, yeah, gone. keys on the kitchen table, eerie, like coffee pot still there, yeah. and they were just moving to the next state where there was a better shot at getting a job. Yeah. And if anybody has, uh, hasn't seen the movie, the, the, the big short, yeah. well done. and you're slightly interested in, in real estate, I, I think that that was one of my, my, my favorite movies. It was well and done. And the most accurate depiction of, of what happened. And it was just, you know, yep, there's a bubble. Remember the scene, there, there's a bubble, there's yep. a bubble. It happened, there's, yep. there, there's definitely a bubble. And yep. it went from, you know, the, and capital market appetite for the the, the, the mortgages yep. for for the paper drove the, drove an entire country crazy. Yeah. Everybody was buying one house, two house, three houses, leaving the money. With <clears throat> it was just it was done. It was over. And and you know when banks don't lend money anymore, it's what do you do? So we we had a saying because we've been through a few cycles now, and there's no disrespect to doctors at all, of course. You know, doctors do what they do best. Yes. But when you're at your local doctor or your dentist and they're telling you about the 10-house job that they're building, get out of the market. Yeah. 
that that's right when it got so crazy and it it, it only, you you made money by accident if you were on the development side you know yeah. no matter how many mistakes you made you, the things were appreciating so unbelievably fast that that was kind of our thing when you start seeing those people who have no real estate background whatsoever actively and I don't mean like being a passive investor like they were building homes yeah right yeah you know it's time to check out yeah yeah it was it was scary yeah it was scary and uh it happen again it's gonna happen again it's of gonna course. be called something different but yeah anytime you've got a you know a capital market appetite for for something yep that's what's gonna win yep the american way yeah okay so i'll tell you are we, i'll tell you i'm gonna jump ahead to somebody talk about the american way i bought this morning cryptocurrency from an atm machine from an atm machine from an atm machine explain there are i know it has nothing to do with what we were talking about we're saying no. the american way um so i have uh, i have a couple of a uh, couple of clients that asked if we accept cryptocurrency for payment sure and uh, obviously no you know but then one of the, the the clients that asked, I said, you know, I I, I don't I don't understand enough about it. Mm -hmm. So this turned into a multi-hour discussion with, with with this gentleman, and let me tell you, it was, it's like a, a light bulb kind of went off, and you know, I just trying to understand it, and the way you understand this, the way my brain works, I'm not very good with theoretical knowledge mm -hmm. like i don't do i don't do well with it i can't carry it through for whatever reason it's it, just a mental block you know i can't get around it so i said the only way i'm going to really understand this is if is if i do it so i was looking how to buy how do you buy cryptocurrency and i'm sure that you know people are like oh of course you know how but a lot of people don't know this um and i found out that there are crypto atms i had no idea yeah yeah, and it was at uh, the the Circle K convenience store in Route Nine in Marlboro, which you know, a gas station. It's a gas station, and there's an ATM machine there, and you can put money, cash, in the ATM machine, and uh, you get crypto. What into your wallet? Yeah, your into coin your wallet, wallet? Into your wallet? Yeah, yeah. You you you, you uh, the machine's got a camera on it, and you scan your QR code. And, it's wild. Uh, Twenty minutes later, uh, you can either buy uh, was it's a Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, light light Litecoin thing maybe I don't know whatever it's yeah uh, you can buy huh huh Doge coin no 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 it wasn't Doge um, but you can buy in three you can buy three different coins and it goes right to your wallet and then from there you know the guy explained to me what what uh, Garda is and. Uh, how to use that and but i think i thought it was the, the the weirdest thing and i was thinking when i was there so this would be a great great thing to kind of talk about in addition yeah. to the past like where where things are going and yeah you buy it at an atm i want to do a crypto race and it was it was actually you want to see a picture of it sure i'll show you it was actually it, it literally is an atm machine yeah you know think about how fast things have changed that's wild it's an atm that's wild show yeah, the camera which camera went to? Which one? What are we doing? That one. Yeah, it's at a, It was at a gas station. Yeah, take a huge fee. Yeah, huge well, fee. Of course, twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yeah, I learned that afterwards. <laughs> I learned that afterwards. I'm like, what do you mean? 
But I, I would have never understood <laughs> if I didn't do it. Yeah. You know, I, 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 but now, you know, now that you know, after doing it and after, you know, a couple of, you know, a, a few nights just kind of trying to educate myself on it. Pretty wild. Yeah. 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 I feel like, 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 like an old man learning. We are old men. New, new technology. That's exactly what we are. We're old men learning new technology. Remember when <laughs> we started going to, to, the, to ICSC? Yeah. And we were like the young kids. Dude, we, we were going to ICSC and we were carrying around with us. It was the most miserable experience. We were carrying wheels, around with us. The wheel carts. No, that was after Tom. Before Tom, we were actually carrying the crap in bags. Bags. Right? The the flyers. Because yeah. when we first started, nobody was using, you know, digital, digital stuff. No. We were carrying these, you know, huge satchels with stuff. Unbelievable amounts of flyers around for each project. And then Tom uh, joined us and he was like, no, stupid. You know, they've got these things that you could wheel around and we thought we were big shit. Yeah. And uh, fast forward a couple of years and we were mm -hmm. the centerpiece of Staten Island. We had a great booth. You know, it, it, it was, it's crazy how that changed. Do you remember we, uh, we walked up, you and me walked up to uh, the Domino's. Yep. The Domino's booth. Yep. Uh, Bob Gates was the guy's name. Really nice guy at the time. He's Domino's rep. And uh, we said, oh, you know, we're from Staten Island. He goes, look, guys, if you're from Staten Island, there's only one location we want. It's the corner of Victory and Bay. And we were like, we said, hold oh. on a minute. And we pulled out the corner. He goes, this is the corner of Victory and Bay. We yep. said, you said you wanted it. He goes, have a seat. Yep. <laughs> and that was, that was uh, I think that was the first deal we did at ICSC, wasn't it? Like yeah. the first one we actually did, you know, there kind of on the spot. You know, we started, we, we talked terms and we did. But it was the only spot I'm interested in is this. Okay. It was, uh, it was it was fun to having worked so hard for so long in Staten Island and selling Staten Island and having to shed that kind of Staten Island thing, watching reps literally like, like snicker and laugh yep. out of their booths. Yep. Right. Go from that to, you know, we were so proud. We had in big lights <clears throat> on top of the booth, Staten, Staten Island, Island, right? Because it, it was, it was almost like watching our kid grow up, you know, Staten Island became, a place that the corporates wanted to and want to be in now. You know, one of one of my personal favorites over the years, favorite clients, and we, we I like a lot of clients. We, we we've made a lot of good relationships. One of my my favorite relationships is with is uh, with Josh. Yeah, from Madison. Yeah, great guy, uh, great guy, great visionary. Really, just just I mean, super honorable guy, yeah. handshake deal guy. And it was funny. We did uh, we did a lot of stuff with him yep. and. Uh, we were at the, it was at the New York show when it was still at the Hilton, and I was on one escalator. Remember that they, they had the tall escalators at the yep. show. We are. I was going one way, and I heard some other guy said, "And you know what? I don't know how the hell they do it, but those guys at Madison get all the good property on Staten Island." And I said, "Yeah." I, I said to myself, "I don't know how they do it." <laughs> <laughs> it was just not. I think that 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 was when the the, the light kind of went off. That you know, like the 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 institutional money finally realize yep. you know, Staten Island was here yeah. and was a viable place. A viable place. Yeah. Yeah, and now, right, coronavirus is a great example uh, yeah. of why Staten Island is a, a safe place and it is a safe bet because we don't have those crazy swings on the way up, but we also don't have them on the way down. On the way down. You know, this is a, a, a doubles and triples, man. That's what Staten Island's about. Doubles and triples. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to hit an occasional grand slam, but... Doubles and triples all day long in real estate. Steady, steady, steady growth. 
So what, what's what's next? So, well, next for you, yeah, I know. So next is, because we're already getting way over, I just want to talk right. a little bit about your business oh. and what's happening now. So John's passion, as you could tell, has <laughs> always been cars. It's been his thing. And uh, he made a investment in, I'll, I'll stop talking, I'll let you talk. You talk about it. Uh, so we were at, we were representing a client and our client owns the rights to sports bar franchise. And this is one of the, Staten Island is one of the territories. And we went to a, we went to an expo, uh, it was franchise expo to, to meet one of the, to meet corporate real estate for, for, for that brand. Talk about site selection, you know, yep. stuff we normally do. So Rob and I went, um, and, uh, finished our meeting and, Turned around, you know, walked out. Yeah, you want to see what's going on? Sure, you know, of course. Want, it was just very interesting. Uh, I see this this big banner says "Garage Living," and the the backdrop of it was a uh, was a, a blue uh, nine eleven Porsche. At the time, I had a red one. So, like you said, you know me. I'll talk to anybody about yep. about cars and real estate. Yep. You know, I'll talk to anybody about it. Started talking to the guy. Little did I know, he's the guy that owned corporate in Toronto. And so what do you guys do? He said, well, you know, we, we've got this concept. We've been around for, you know, 10 years now and is extremely, really high-end garages, residential garages, flooring, wall systems, storage, car lifts, cabinetry, but, you know, super, super high-end stuff. stuff. Super high-end yeah. stuff. Really design-oriented. Uh, I liked it. And I think within 60 days... On the rights to Jersey for the <laughs> um, That's how we yeah. did things, right? Like yeah. nuts. Yeah, and, and it uh, it's been like so. That was three years ago, and um, it just it's it, it's a fun business. So basically, what we do is we you know the, the, the come in and we take what is most people's front door to the house and convert it into you know part of their home. It doesn't become this you know this this pit of stuff thrown all over the place it's yep. you know uh, four to six hundred square feet of your house is now finished it's the way people get into their home uh you know it's, it's the, like i said it's the homeowner's front door and it's you know there's all types of surveys out there you know it's the most underutilized portion of the home it's the the room in the home that people are the least satisfied with it's the room that they they don't see what you know, like you can see what you can do in the kitchen. You can see what you can do in a family. You can't see what you do in a garage. So we come in there and the the business model, the, it's basically like you're doing a custom kitchen. We come in and, you know, we, we speak to you about what you do and, you know, uh, what you're looking for. We, you know, we, we 3D render it all out and, you know, give you renderings. I, I couldn't envision. Uh, yeah. It, it like took when me, you say people don't know, yeah. like I had no idea. Yeah. How do, how do people find like if they wanted to see the work product, where can they find pictures and see kind of case studies? So uh, websites, it's garageliving.com. Uh, you can Google Garage Living uh, New Jersey. We own the rights to New Jersey and Staten Island. Couldn't leave Staten Island out of it, you know. Of course. Uh, had, to be, had, had to be part of the deal. Um, and social media, it's, it's Garage Living NJ. But it, it's, it's, it's something that we did in, in our home. You know, we always did, did the garages when we did. I always had a finished garage where I spent, you know, a lot of time. I always had TVs, right? Yep. We always did the motorcycles. Always. There. And it, it's something that, uh, that that I believed in. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good idea. And, yeah, we're on track. We'll break $2 million this year. God bless. You know, it's our, our third full year in business. And it's... it's is that the best way for people to reach out? Yeah, just Google Garage Living, uh, Garage Living New Jersey or Garage Living in general. Um, we've got a design showroom that is in, uh, 
in uh, Monmouth County in Morganville, Marlboro Township. Uh, where you know it's a fully it's a full garage design studio same way you'd go to look at a custom kitchen design studio yep. and now you're looking at a garage design studio but folks it, it's the if you're not a garage person or you're not into cars and most people aren't it, right. it's not, we're not it's a car hard guy to here. understand that uh how sick it is i mean it is it, it's unbelievable the work that they do and it does take a whole nother room of your home and it makes it livable, right? It makes it one of the more comfortable rooms oh, yeah. in your house. So, yeah. and we're not, we're not, we don't, we're not a man cave company. Yeah, we don't, you know, we're not. Look, most, you know, we fifty uh, percent of of our clients are are women. It's not that we're just we we look. We have our collector car clients, and, and you know, I, I love the. You know, I've seen some of the wildest yeah. things, you know, you'll, you'll ever see when it comes to cars. Um, but you know, that's that. The, the, the car clientele is definitely a portion of it, but, you know, I'd say 50% of the business is just really space transformation and taking what's what's an unused spot. And look, it's a big room. Huge room. It's, it's in most people's homes. It is, if not the largest, the second largest contiguous space in the home. Yeah. Now, when you think about it, it's completely unfinished. It's cool. It's no cool. We'll, we'll do some other locations and... Hiring salespeople now, and it's it's fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we're gonna have to do a part two because yeah, we're running definitely. way oh, long. We're not even close. not even cracking the surface yet. No. Cracking the surface, scratching scratching the surface. The surface. What would yeah. you crack? We're not cracking the what? Is, is cracking even go in that expression? No, it doesn't. No. So we're scratching not even scratching the surface, the surface folks. Yeah. So uh, if you want to reach out again, it is amazing product. Garage living in New Jersey, John Patera. Great to see you, Love as you always. Pal. Love you, baby. And uh, we'll do this again. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, thanks everybody. Man. Stay safe.